Definitely Baby acknowledges the land on which this podcast was recorded today. The Wadawurrung, the Wurundjeri Willem and the Boonarong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We respect them as the traditional owners of this unceded land on which we live, work and learn and pay respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Definitely Baby, a podcast that shares interviews with people about their unique experiences in transitioning into parenthood. I'm your host, Chelsea McRae, and in each episode, Definitely Baby shares stories about parents' postpartum period and beyond, and about the challenges and nuances that we unearth in this deeply beautiful yet intense time. Every parenting journey is full of surprises, but if you can count on one thing, it's definitely baby. Hey everyone, welcome to episode six. Today I'm joined by Cleo, who with her husband are parents to their nearly one-year-old son. Before we go any further, I'd like to include a trigger warning as in this episode we discuss Cleo's postnatal depression, anxiety and OCD that led to her spending some time in a mother-baby unit. If this topic feels too much for you at the moment, you may want to tune out now and come back to the episode at a later date. If the contents of the episode bring anything up for you, I encourage you to visit the support services that I've listed below. Before becoming parents, Cleo and her husband lived busy lives, socialising, DJing and whining and dining their way around Geelong. Having always struggled with her mental health, Cleo thought postnatal depression might be likely, so she put plans in place for pregnancy and postpartum support. She was in the midwife group program, had a planned caesarean, organised to ease her anxiety, great support from family and friends, a freezer full of food, regular appointments with a psychologist and a baby that slept at night. But Cleo says that even then, it got the better of her. In our chat, she speaks openly about her experiences of postnatal depression, anxiety and OCD and her positive and life-changing experience of being admitted to the mother-baby unit. This is such an important topic and I thank you so much, Cleo, for sharing your story with us. Let's get into it. Hi, Cleo. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It's great to have you here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, um, and so what would you like to tell the listeners about your life before you became a parent? Um, so my husband and I were super social, like, you know, you know went out with friends a lot like restaurants bars both of us DJed we did a lot of music festivals so you know really really busy busy lives um and yeah super carefree (laughs) no um you know not many responsibilities other than work and our dogs and um yeah I was working as a chef full-time so that was really busy as well um and, you know, really, I was also um, finishing my chefing apprenticeship. So we just, we had a lot, a lot going on. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh wow, awesome. That's that sounds like really fun things, yeah. DJing at festivals. What yeah. Yeah. Yes. What kind of um music were you doing? Um my husband plays sort of, you know, like more party music yeah. and I um yeah, just play play a bit of everything really. Oh, <laughs> oh that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And can yeah. you tell me a little bit about yourself and your family now? So we it's myself my husband who i i call chook that's <laughs> and everyone knows him as chook so <laughs> um it feels weird calling him by his, his name, name yeah. Matt. um yeah yeah um and uh we've got a little boy cassidy um and he's nearly a year old um yeah we still try and be as social as possible but that's definitely um becoming parents changed that a lot I think we had a few more expectations of being you know oh the baby will just fit in with our lifestyle like mm-hmm. oh <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that's not always the case so yeah yeah yes I can 100% relate to that I remember um, me and my partner did the exact same for the first few months we were like you know you we don't you don't need to let the baby change your life you can just bring them along and then <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. then I think we kind of started to realise that, uh, yeah, it changes it a lot more than we originally realised. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And how old's Cassidy now? Uh, so he'll be one oh. um, next week. Oh. So, yep. yeah, yeah, I know. So wild. Oh, amazing. How are you feeling about that? Congratulations on one year I'm, of parenting. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it's yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a part of me sad, um, because it's just I feel like I've blinked and it's been a year. Um, but then the other part of me, I'm you know, I'm really proud and excited and, um, yeah, happy that we've made it to a year already. So yeah, mixed emotions. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes, it definitely does go past so fast. I remember. Yes. Oh feeling feeling the same things around my daughter's birthday just yeah there's mixed emotions but so emotional (laughs) yes yeah Mm, yeah yeah oh beautiful okay and could you give us all a little bit of a summary of your pregnancy and your birth with Cassidy yeah so pregnancy I had I was pretty unwell in the first trimester and like a little bit after so I really didn't like the the beginning of um, pregnancy. That was, you know, um, working around food as well was really challenging (laughs) because all the smells and stuff would just set me off. Mm. And that was, yeah, yeah, so that was fun. (laughs) Like I couldn't even look at a cauliflower without wanting to, you know, be sick. So that was, that was great. Um, (laughs) um, But during like, you know, the middle of pregnancy, I started to really enjoy it. And, you know, once he started moving and stuff, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Uh, But then I ended up getting really bad sciatica. um, And that was just like, awful being in pain all day and working on my feet and stuff. It was, you know, that probably didn't help either. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was, that was pretty full on. I wasn't a huge fan of being pregnant for the most of it I do look back on it fondly now but just I think I've just sort of forgotten about all those like you know all the not so fun parts of it 
Um, and my birth, I had a planned C-section because I have really bad anxiety and that was just the right choice for me. Um, and it took away a lot of that, you know, the unexpected, you know, going into um, labour unexpectedly just really freaked me out. So that was just the best choice. And I thought it was fantastic. Like it was really chill, like the... Um, the surgeons and the nurses, midwives, doctors were all just, it was kind of like walking into a coffee shop, you know, like everyone was just really casually chatting and it's like, wow, you're about to perform like a major surgery. This is so, you and you're so relaxed. Like that put me at ease. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. And how far along were you when you kind of made that decision and was that something that you decided the cesarean or did your midwife suggest that to you? Um, it So it was something that I thought as soon as I'd fallen pregnant, that was just something I thought okay. I would want, want to do, but obviously wanted to talk to professionals and stuff to see if it was the right thing. Um, and, um, you know, they talked about induction and all this kind of stuff, but that was just sort of what I ended up leaning towards and it ended up being the right the right choice for us so yeah 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 oh great oh, and how are you feeling in the moments after Cassidy was born I was like it was just the most surreal experience I think like just how quickly it happens as well I was you know thinking surgery whatever that's probably going to take a little while but it's like 45 minutes and you've got a baby on your chest which is so wild and that was like just mind blowing, I think. Um, and yeah, super happy, but also like, oh, wow. All right. What have I done here? This is, you know, I've, I don't know what to do with this little baby. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Just, yeah. I think there's a photo of me looking like the most terrified human on the planet, just like staring up into space, like, oh my goodness. Um, what is this? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, beautiful. Yes. It's such a, it's so amazing, but so overwhelming. Like, just going yeah. through birth and delivery as well. And then they're here, this baby that you've kind of, you know, you've connected to, but you've, and you can imagine what they look like, but then when they're actually there with you, it's a whole other story and feeling. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Mm. Just I, I think about it and it just blows my mind. Like looking back on the photos and stuff, it's like how like they're they're just out in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah. It's just so so wild. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Oh, wonderful. And. So with your anxiety that you were mentioning, we were talking about this a little bit before, but were there other things that you put in place uh, to kind of plan for your birth and your postpartum period before that to support yourself with your anxiety? Yeah, so I had regular psychologist appointments. I was, you know, doing things like yoga to keep me, which I've, has always helped me, um, you know, with my mental health and stuff, I've been dealing with it for quite a few years. So I kind of ha had the the base of, you know, how to sort of get through anxious moments and everything like that. And um, I was a part of the midwife 
program as well. So I had that continuity of care, which was really lucky for me. Having that anxiety, at least I knew that I had that one person I could call at any time or, you know, I knew I was seeing the same person, which was um, really comforting. So, yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, that can really make the world of difference. Like I was lucky enough to get into the Cosmos program, so the midwifery care program at Royal yeah. Women's as well. And it's, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I, yeah, I can't imagine having to see a different person every appointment. It gets so draining yes. having to explain your story and your situation again, especially if you've got any extenuating factors in your yes, life. Exactly. Like, it, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Oh, great. Well, that sounds like you really were thinking about that and preparing in such a great way to set yourself up before you gave birth. So, yeah. 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 I wanted to try and do everything I possibly could to, you know, make sure everything just went really smoothly. Yes. Yep. Okay. And so then how were you feeling in those first, you know, few days after Cassidy was born? How was your recovery and how, yeah, how were you feeling? Um. (laughs) pretty terrible pretty terrible they were um really really difficult the like having the restrictions and stuff at the hospital with covid and visitors and everything um there were time limits on how long my husband could be there um which was terrifying because he's kind of like the baby person and i was very much not the baby I don't know I haven't been around many babies but he's really good with them so I was like great at least he knows what he's doing um and he could be there but yeah the the time restrictions were really really hard um and you could tell that the hospital was understaffed which you know you really feel for the people working but then also was like help me please (laughs) I don't know what's going on so I was super scared and I had a um really bad reaction to the um, pain medication so like I couldn't see properly and that was you know I was thinking how am I meant to be looking after this baby if I don't feel like I'm you know the top of my game here either um so yeah that was that was yeah it's just terrible um yeah not not a not a very like the first few days were just not not how I pictured them I think Mm. yeah Mm. yeah 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 I feel like nothing can actually prepare you for how overwhelming it is like how much of a shock to the system just suddenly yeah yeah people tell you how challenging it is but yeah actually having this little human that's so small and so vulnerable that you're suddenly having to care for it's yeah I can absolutely relate to that yeah overwhelm yeah yeah I think it's once like you know my husband went home it it all really just sunk in like oh okay right it is just me now like I know that I've got people here to support me but this is you know I'm not the only person here <laughs> either. Like it's, yeah, it was just, it felt really lonely. I think that, yeah. Yeah. Were you in your own private room? I, it wasn't a private room, but I didn't actually have anyone in the room with me. So yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's good. Mm. 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 Okay. And then how were the next um kind of 
few weeks then when you got out of hospital and went home? Um, so I, we only had two nights in the hospital um, and then went home and <laughs> I say I feel awful saying this, but the first night home was like one of the worst nights of my life. Like it was just... Uh, looking back on it like how did I even like leave the hospital in this state like it was it was just um so hectic like my milk hadn't come in properly like he wasn't latching either so that was you know a huge thing um I was in so much pain still from having the c-section um and yeah we just kind of got home and were like how do we feed this baby what like what what do we do we we just had no idea um so luckily my mum came over and stayed with us that night and she's um incredible and has been a really huge support for us um and she sort of went okay this like we can give him a bottle it's all right these are because you know I was very like but we're not allowed to give him a bottle and all of this stuff she's like I'm just going to have to let go of that for now, <laughs> you know. We need to make sure that this baby's eating. Um, so, yeah, it was just hectic. My husband was, um, you know, he drove to the shops and was like, we need to get some formula, like went and bought formula, had to fill up the car. He didn't um, – he was so frazzled. He just, like, drove off from the petrol station without paying for petrol and got halfway home oh and was like <laughs> – oh, my God, I just stole petrol and, like, turned around and went back and they were, like, calling the police. And they were like, okay, I'm so oh my sorry. God. I've just had a baby. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was me. The poor thing, he was so stressed and he's usually oh the person gosh. that sort of, like, holds it all together. So I saw him losing it. So then I'm like, oh, no, if he's losing it, then I'm going to lose it. So it was just this, like, Aww. oh, it was just pure chaos like I neither of us slept a wink we just like sat up on the couch my mum was just pretty much telling us what to do so yeah yeah was full on (laughs) yeah 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 oh absolutely oh well that's so Mm -hmm. beautiful that your mum was there at least Uh, it sounds like she was a really instrumental support for you guys there Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And she like continued to support us for the weeks going on. So, and still now she's with Cassidy at the moment. So. Oh, nice. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So good. Yeah. And how, yeah. In those first few weeks, was there anything that you found challenging? Obviously we've talked (laughs) about a few challenges here, but in terms of things like your housework, your cooking, cleaning and managing visitors? Um, yeah, so because uh, of the C-section, I couldn't really do anything around the house. Um, I Luckily, I had cooked like over a month's worth of food um, before Cassidy arrived because I had heard that was something that was really hard to sort of stay on top of. Um, and, you know, being a chef, I'm you know, able to just knock out a lot of food in a short amount of time. So 
um, that was really helpful um, there. And we had so many people drop off um, meals and oh, just little bits and pieces. So, um, yeah, that was that was really helpful. And my husband, he took a month off work. So he was able to sort of pick up all of that, you know, the housework stuff and walking the dogs and making sure the shopping was done if we needed anything um, and I could just focus on Cassidy and recovery so that was that was really lucky and because a lot of our friends already have kids they kind of understand the whole visitor situation so um everyone was we didn't really have to like worry too much about dropping in you know people dropping in and um all of that so everyone was super understanding so we're really lucky in that in that sense because I've heard that people can really struggle there with the visitors so yeah we had we're yeah really lucky oh beautiful that's so great it sounds like you had a such a wonderful support team there behind you can really make make the world of difference at that time yeah yeah we really did oh oh so good and so your partner had um a month off work yeah how did you then find that transition when he went back um really hard really really hard I was so scared um when he was going back and it's like oh I don't know how I'm gonna do this you know because then we'd sort of discussed that once he did go back to work he's a school teacher like the night I would um take care of the nights during the week because before when he wasn't going to work we were you know doing night on night off and um that was working but also I understood that he needed to be present in his job to um dealing with a big group of kids as well so um yeah that was like how am I even gonna do this (laughs) um and my mum came over a lot well every day (laughs) um once he went back to work so I was lucky then but Um, that was definitely a time where I realized that maybe I wasn't feeling that great mentally, um, once he went back because, um, yeah, I guess, you know, when it goes to, from two people doing this, you know, doing the work to mainly one person, it's, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a massive shock. (laughs) It can be really disarming. Yeah, yeah, and I think like not because I couldn't drive until I was like it was six weeks post um, birth either. So you know that was a whole other thing. Like um, Chuck was the one that was driving us anywhere, or you know uh, it was yeah, it was um, such a shock him going back to work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, without you being able to kind of drive or you know go anywhere extended places did you feel a little bit stuck at home in that period yeah yeah absolutely um I tried my best to sort of get out um and go for a walk around the block or whatever but it's just like I didn't want to push myself too much either because I didn't want to undo any of the recovery I'd done um while Chuck was at home and um yeah it was just it it was it's super isolating that like not being able to go anywhere it's just totally yeah 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 can totally relate and yeah so how were the next few months 
after that? Um, not great. <laughs> My um, mental health just got worse and worse and worse. Um, we, it was pretty from, so I, it had been six weeks and I had got the okay to drive and that was awesome. But then I think I was only driving for like three days and we all got COVID. So then we were stuck in the house again and it was just that, that really tipped me over the edge. That was, you know, I got that little taste of being able to, you know, get back to normal and, you know, um, do those things like take Cassidy in the car for the first time, like by myself driving and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like getting COVID really delayed being able to do those things and like, you know, go out to a cafe together and stuff like that. It, um, and then once we sort of got through all of that, um, my anxiety about doing those things had become worse. Like I was like, oh, we can't take him out. What if he gets sick? Or what if, you know, I can't drive him in the car by myself. That's too scary. Like it was, yeah, it just really snowballed from then on and um, trying to get help. Like I, I recognised that it was, you know, I wasn't feeling that great. So I tried to get in touch with a psychologist, but the wait lists were like six months long. And like I, I can't wait six months to talk to someone. I need this help now. Um, and I tried to kind of call the um, what, a panda, like the um, hotline, but they were always engaged and stuff. So I couldn't get through to them. And it was, yeah, just... I don't know, I kind of felt like I was always like trying to reach out for this help, but it was just just out of reach every time. It was um, really hard to kind of keep going when you're just constantly getting knocked back. Like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, man, that's mm. so hard. Like you were, you know, doing everything that, is suggested when you're experiencing you know any of these kind of emotions and that's just so hard that that wasn't there available there for you but yeah well done for yeah for really trying to do it and yeah that's really that's such a shame because so many you know I think the statistics it's like one in ten women experience postnatal anxiety and or depression and yeah yeah it, like I, I wish that it was easier for us to be able to get in contact and get that help that we need yeah yeah totally it's just, it's uh I was so shocked with kind of how I don't know it just feels like there's not much support around that uh sort of like okay off you go with your baby um you get all your health checks and stuff but the mental health is such a huge Part, especially with your hormones going wild it's um oh totally yeah, yeah I think it's a bit of a hole there you know there should be a lot more support for new parents around their mental health because yeah it's it's really hard it's totally, really hard totally yes yeah oh and I'm so sorry that mm. that that was so challenging for you and that yeah you didn't get that mm. help at that time that you really needed yeah yeah it took it took quite a while i eventually got in to see a psychologist and um 
yeah, things were kind of tracking all right. And then, um, uh, you know, there was still waits in between appointments and stuff. And it's, yeah, still just kept going downhill <laughs> in between appointments and uh, was having like major, major meltdowns. And my like poor mum was just like, I don't know what to do. You're like, how can I help you? And it's very much like, you know, what I've got a psychologist. That's <laughs> what else do I do? I don't know. Um, and yeah, just sort of kept getting worse and worse and worse. And one day my mom ended up calling a triage number um, just because I was just like inconsolable. I couldn't look after Cassidy. I, you know, I was so lost and like couldn't be at home by myself because I was too scared to be at home. And alone with him and um yeah they um ended up referring me to a um like a I don't even know what they were called like a psychology service I guess and they um what are they called I should remember (laughs) it was it was a it was a tough time but um basically I ended up talking to someone and they were um, they ended up referring me to a mother baby unit, okay. um, which is like a psychiatric facility for, um, mothers and their babies to go spend time at, to get well. So yeah, yeah, that was, that was a, a bit of a hard, <laughs> a hard thing to come to terms with. I think you think of like a psych ward and you're like, oh no, this is just going to be the most awful you know you you have a picture in your head of what it's going to look like um yeah so it's that was that was terrifying being like I cannot believe that this is what it's come to you know um yeah yeah so what was the moment like for you when the psychologist suggested that you go um so I'd, I'd actually heard about the mother baby units before this. And I said to my mom, like, maybe this is somewhere I need, I like, this is what I need to do. Maybe I think like it's, it's scary, but, um, you know, I, I can't do this at home alone. Not that I was alone, but like, just, I need, I need some, I need intervention and I need it like yesterday, you know, um, so I kind of went to them saying like, this would be my ultimate, um, you know, solution would be to go to this mother baby unit. Um, even though it was a really scary thought to have to go to something like that. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, the wait lists for them are also quite, um, quite long or can be quite long because of how few people they can actually have in in the units so um yeah I was sort of told we can pop you on a wait list but you know who knows how long this is going to take um and luckily uh, funnily enough I got the call on Mother's Day um (laughs) to go into the (laughs) I know into the mother baby unit and I could not even believe like the weight off my shoulders once they said, you know, there's a bed for you um, in a week. I was like, oh, you know, it's like 
I'm terrified, but this is exactly what I need. You know, I've, I just need a, a fresh start because yeah. I just felt like the first, um, that was Cassidy was, uh, three months then. And I just felt like every time we get like a foot ahead, we get knocked back, like, you know, four more steps. It was just always like crawling to the next stage of his, his life. And it was, yeah, not, not the ideal way I think to feel when you're a parent, there was, there was not much like feel awful saying this as well, but there was just not much joy in that first three months. And that's definitely not how you should be feeling with, you know, this uh, having a new baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a Mm. hard thing to, to feel. Yeah. 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 And so how long in total were you in the mother baby unit? Um, So I was in there for three weeks and then for two weeks after that, I was like a, um, uh, I was still a patient, but I was at home and they would just call me every day. And like, I was given the opportunity, you know, if things did um, go downhill, I was um, able to have get like go back in I had like a priority bed there so yeah yeah Mm. okay and could you tell us a little bit about how the experience was overall like what what kind of like happens in the in the unit while you're there um so the like going in on the first day I was an absolute mess like you know I was it's like, I can't believe I felt embarrassed, which I know I shouldn't feel embarrassed about these things because it's such a big thing to be able to ask for help. So I should have, you know, I feel really proud about that now. But at the time I felt this like kind of shame, like why, why haven't I been able to just do this? It was all this really like negative um, self-talk going on. Um, And, you know, getting in there, it's really daunting. It's like kind of, you know, it's, it's a psychiatric hospital like you you see things on tv and you think it's this horrible place but um going in there the first person I saw was just so beautiful and gentle and kind and you know I'm sure every person going into this situation is feeling in a you know they feel a similar way no one wants to be there but um yeah, they were just, they were just beautiful, beautiful people. The place was really nice. Like it was super calm. There was only three other women in there. So it was a really small unit. Um, so it was full at four people. So, um, yeah. And your baby comes with you as well. Um, and I remember thinking, oh my goodness, what if one of these other people hurt my baby? Who are these, you know, who else is in there? Like, I don't know what to expect, but everyone in there is just a mum wanting to feel better. You know, it's it, just regular people <laughs> trying to just trying their best. And, um, yeah, it was it was actually just a really beautiful, beautiful environment. Like waking up every morning with other women and their babies, having breakfast together, and all being able to know that we're all in the same boat, and um, 
you know, we're here to get help. It was, it was actually really nice. And once I got home, I really missed that. Like, you know, people talk about their village sort of thing. It's, it really felt like that's what, you know, I really felt the village there. Not that I didn't feel it at home with my family and friends and husband and everything like that, but just all being together through the same thing was really, really nice to, yeah. Yeah. able to have that. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I love that. That sounds like a really, really supportive and beautiful environment. Yeah. Yeah. And all the nurses were just incredible. They were all really like friendly and we kind of did, you know, we'd play games together. We did like group therapy and um, we did a parenting program um, called the Circle of Security, which I found really, um, really useful. Um, And, you know, we did art and all that kind of stuff. It was just like all this stuff to keep you calm and relaxed. But then also there was like all these other um, group therapies that we did together that were, yeah, so helpful, so helpful. Mm. Oh, I love that. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's so great that that is, that is a program that is available. Yes. And yeah. It's yeah. sad that it's, it is hard to get into. It sounds like yes. there's very long wait lists, but yeah. yeah, you, yeah, as you were saying, you should be so proud of yourself for um, getting that help and getting yeah. in there. And it sounds like it was a really, really useful experience for you and I'm really glad about that yeah yeah yeah. it's just like oh it absolutely changed my life saved my life really you know it was um the way that we were living before (laughs) that experience was just not sustainable and um yeah I just yeah it was it was really Mm -hmm. life-changing Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, as you were saying before about your feeling when you were going in there, like, I think it's, it's, that's absolutely so normal. I think that there is still so much of a stigma around mental health and especially being admitted to a unit seems like such a kind of drastic thing or something in your mind. And as you say, what you consume on media. Um, But yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, beautiful that you've done it and I think that there is a growing awareness around you know mental health in general and you know postnatal depression anxiety all yeah. of that is getting the light that it does deserve but uh yeah I think there is still that stigma that we're battling against so yeah totally totally yeah That's, yeah this is why I've, you know I like to talk about my experience because I know that it would help other people you know that might be in a similar situation to what I was um maybe take that step to reach out to something like the mother baby unit if they are really struggling or you know a psychologist or something like that yeah 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 totally Mm. and and might not know about this program even existing before you've said that so yeah yeah, thank you so much for talking about it on the podcast today that's yeah Yeah, super powerful thank you yeah thank you (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, how were you feeling when you got discharged and when you got back home? Um, so it was 
mixed emotions with that because you know I had I was you know I was really proud of myself with how far along I came in um you know I had a relatively short stay there but I was just so determined to take on every tiny bit of um information they gave me and everything like that I you know um started medication while I was in there as well which definitely was a huge help for me um too and was good to sort of start that in a controlled environment um so going home I I remember the day before I was going home and I was sitting in my room and I had been really excited about it because I just wanted to see you know my family my friends my dogs and um was sitting in my bed and just this like wave of anxiety came over me and I just started bawling my eyes out I was just like shut shut in my room just like holding Cassidy like I can't leave here what you know I've had a 24-hour like care basically and support even though by that time I was sort of managing um everything mostly on my own um thought but what if one night I can't what you know I don't I can't call them and then they can't come to my house and help me out with you know if Cassidy's not sleeping or you know I can't settle him or something like that so really really anxious about going home and um yeah had this huge huge meltdown while I was in there and one of the um nurses came in and like come to check on me and was like oh dear oh okay you're going home tomorrow aren't you and I'm like yeah I am and you know they said it was really normal because you know you don't want to ever have to go back to what you were before you came in like the fear of relapse is huge like what happens if all of this work I've done unravels as soon as I step out this door like that was that was really scary so yeah it was (laughs) pretty full-on Yes. Yep. I can imagine. Um, yeah. And could you tell us a little bit about how before you went into the mother baby unit, how your anxiety was affecting your feelings of parenting or your feelings towards Cassidy? Um, so I would say to my mum, because, um, you know, I spent a lot of time with her, I would say, I know I love my baby, but I hate being a parent. It was just so hard. I was just crying all the time. I was um, really frustrated with not being able to, you know, get him to go to sleep or um, if he was, he would be unsettled. I just really struggled like um, with him crying. Like I just, I would get this physical reaction that was just like or I wanted to vomit like it was just the his cry would just like run through my whole body and I just didn't know what to do like pretty much any logic just went out like I just blank um is this is like really awful to say but it's you know you read stories about people and how they've harmed their babies and in those moments I was like I understand how this happens like it was so scary to and you know I am lucky that I had it in my mind that you you know you can just pop Cassidy down in his 
bassinet and that's a safe space and walk away um, because it, it was just this like overwhelming feeling of like how do I make my baby stop crying I can't like I, I just can't like it was so scary and then I think having those thoughts just blew everything up as well because I'm like I'm a bad mother I'm a bad person I cannot believe I've even like that thought even entered my mind like how you know I was just disgusted with myself and that just you know again snowballed into this you know this um image that I had of myself like I'm I'm a monster like what a horrible horrible thing to think like yeah it was it was so so scary and yeah then I'd have like I also so I had postnatal anxiety depression and I also developed um OCD um which was you know I'd have all of these rituals that I would um have to complete um so because I had convinced myself that Cassidy was going to die if I didn't do them or like I was going to hurt him or something like that there were these like completely irrational thoughts but in my mind I believed that they would come through if I didn't do all of these things and it would take me over an hour in the middle of the night to perform all of these things it was just debilitating Mm. wow Mm. yeah thank you so much for sharing that Mm. yeah Mm. I'm glad that I can share these things because it's just yeah so important that it's like I know that so many people struggle with this and it's yeah it's I just want people to know they're not alone (laughs) Mm. oh absolutely Mm. yes and it's it's yeah it's so important to talk about these things and they're just not like especially this side of it like the feelings towards your baby like it's it is such a scary kind of feeling and you feel so guilty and so like wrong that yeah like having these kind of feelings and it can yeah be really really disarming and yeah yeah but I think when you throw sleep deprivation and you know a crying baby that's not settling into the mix like it is so overwhelming when they're just crying and crying and yeah yeah like that it just kind of snowballs yeah 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 so how was your feeding journey with Cassidy how's that been um it started off a little bit rocky um since he wasn't latching and stuff in the hospital and we had to like try and feed him with a syringe when we first went home which was just not (laughs) was that didn't work out very well um so we were doing bottles and trying to breastfeed um I ended up uh, my midwife came over actually the day after we got home um from hospital and introduced me to nipple shields which were a lifesaver in sort of starting that breastfeeding journey um because that was the only way I could get Cassidy to latch at all but um yeah so I used those for a while and then I ended up seeing a lactation consultant and they helped us work on his latch and everything and 
they were really helpful and it was successful. So, um, yeah, we were eventually sort of moved away from the nipple shields and um, I'm still feeding, breastfeeding Cassidy now, which is good. So that was like the one thing I would say was like our feeding journey is like the one thing that I'd like done right. You know, that was how I felt like, um, cause I was so determined to breastfeed and that was something that I wanted to do, you know, I, that, you know, that was my, um, something that I was really keen to give a go. And, um, I was just really glad that it worked out because, um, yeah, that was especially like in the early days of where, um, you know, maybe when I didn't feel as close to Cassidy or as connected, when I was able to breastfeed him, that was like the only time I did feel that connection. And I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. You know, I'm like looking at my baby and I'm, I'm, I'm feeding this baby. Like that's something pretty cool. That, that was a really like big positive light in those um, early days. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Well, good, good on you for mm. persisting with it because yeah. yeah it can be really overwhelming when you're not sure if they're getting enough milk or if it's hurting or all of those kind of yeah so, yeah great work yeah <laughs> keeping up with yeah. that thank you we've been really lucky that it's worked out yeah oh great mm. <laughs> and you're still you're still loving it now do you have any feelings about how much longer you'll breastfeed him I'm just sort of waiting to see what he you know let him sort of lead the way he has started um daycare now so that a couple of days a week so we'll see see what happens but we're both we're both um enjoying it and it's working for us um at the moment especially when he wakes up in the middle of the night to get him to go back to sleep that's um a pretty good thing to have up my sleeve so oh, yes absolutely yeah. such a such yeah. a surefire way to get them right back to sleep yeah <laughs> yes yeah, yeah 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 so yeah we'll just see oh, great. see where it goes yeah yeah beautiful and mm. you just mentioned um daycare how's that kind of transition gone for you guys it's it's actually been really good um I was nervous about it in the beginning um you know that's sending your, your baby off to off to yeah. daycare without you and stuff is it's a big it's a big step for both both of you um yes yeah but I do think coming from the mother baby unit letting go of that um you know, care to someone else. I already had to do that. I didn't have to, but there was, you know, parts of that I'd already sort of been through at the mother baby unit. Um, so I think I found that a lot easier to be like, Hey, these are professionals. Like these are all great people that want to care for children. Like they know what they're doing. So that was, we didn't really have to go through that, which was, I think good. And Cassidy is so social. He's high energy. He like, he just, he loves being around other babies, other people. Um, so I think it's really beneficial for him to sort of go and do that. Cause I think I was getting a little bit boring for him <laughs> at home, <laughs> you know, like, okay, mom, yeah, we're going to go play with that same thing again. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's um, been really good for him to have something else to do that's not 
just being at home and it's been really good for me um to have just a couple of days I'm working one of the days and then um one day I just have to myself Mm, so it's actually it's only been he's only been for a couple of he's only been going for two weeks sorry um so it is all very new but I've definitely enjoyed the uh the days that we've yeah we've had and he's had a really good time at daycare as well like um he's actually enjoyed going off which I think says a lot about the center as well and the educators too you know he's feeling comfortable with them so yeah oh great oh that's wonderful and so nice for you to get some of your own time back just having a whole day to yourself like I can imagine that would be really 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 nice yeah yeah it is <laughs> mm. oh beautiful and how about your journey with sleep with him how's that been so we've we've been fairly lucky he's been like a pretty good at night time he's been a pretty good sleeper um in like when he was um you know early days that was like another thing we had like okay he's he'd do like fairly big chunks of sleep through the night but he would only sleep for like 30 minutes um, naps during the day, which was really, really hard because, you know, you think you get this like moment to sit down and you couldn't even get through like half a, like couldn't get through lunch and he'd be awake again. And um, the only way he would sleep for any longer is he was being held or uh, pushed to a pram or driven in the car. So there was no, you know, sleep when the baby sleeps. That was, um, that was not really that possible. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that, that I found the days were so much harder than the nights. The nights were almost like a relief. Well, besides having to sort of, besides the OCD kind of stuff, at least we knew he would, he would be asleep. Like, it was yeah and um yeah so that that was uh um yeah we'd have the thing that really bothered me actually in um those days when people would say oh how would he sleep at night you know how's he going at night time like oh he sleeps really well at night but he um he just doesn't sleep during the day and they're like oh that doesn't matter though like at least you can sleep at night and I'm like (sighs) <sighs> okay yeah yeah right yeah yeah and I just you know smile and nod along and be like mm-hmm, yep mm-hmm. yep really struggling here but that's fine <laughs> um yeah and we um yeah so it's, it's it hasn't been too too tricky but um there was like I think it was around eight months when he started trying to like crawl and stuff that the night sleep kind of went out the window and then teeth came into the picture and then getting sick started to happen. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. So we do, you know, we still have a few um, big nights like last night. I don't even know how many times he woke up. I stopped counting. It was, (laughs) um, you know, but that's, he's getting more teeth. So it's, you know, It is what it is, I think, at the moment. He yes. wakes up once, like, most of the time. So once, I'll take once. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. We're, we're in the same 
same boat now, which is, yeah, I can really, I can hack that a lot more than yeah. <laughs> multiple wakings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's funny how when you're used to a baby that sleeps generally pretty well throughout the night, when something happens like teething or illness and they're waking up like four or more times, yeah. you don't feel human. <laughs> I was just like what is this what is going on like the first when he you know um I think it was in the mother baby unit where he had this like really wakeful night and he hadn't slept like that since he was like a brand new baby you know I was like what whoa 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 what is going going on on here (laughs) um yeah yes it is it's such a shock and the whole next day you're just like what is going on <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yep. I feel yeah. like it's you kind of feel like you're a little bit drunk or something like yeah you're kind of yes yeah reaction times are slowed and yeah yeah it's just yeah such a haze yes yep. yeah absolutely mm, yep <laughs> oh wow and so how about you were mentioning earlier your husband and yourself you were super busy people before um Cassidy came along how have you found the change in your relationship since then um well we've been together for 13 years so a long long time um uh so I, I think we're really lucky I'd say we've almost evolved into something stronger um going through the challenges that we have it was definitely um definitely like the hardest year on our relationship that we've had so far um as you know I'm sure uh, is the same case for a lot of new parents it's you know sleep deprivation is uh really full on and um yes. there's definitely some things said in that time that you were really sleep deprived that you might regret to your partner. Um, Mm -hmm. We definitely had a lot of those (laughs) moments. Um, But um, yeah, we, we have just made sure, you know, going through what we've gone through um, communication and like clear communication being key. Like if something's up, you've got to say something. Um, And also, like making sure that we have time for ourselves and time as a couple and yeah I know like it's easier said than done I know like it it took us a really long time to like to get to that point but um yeah it's yeah we're now we're sort of falling into a bit more of a groove it's um yeah being good and making sure we kind of do things as a family you know accepting that it is a different relationship than what it was, you know, before Cassidy was here and just embracing it and trying to, yeah, move with the, move with the changes. Oh, beautiful. That's yeah. That's so lovely that you're Mm. really prioritizing each Mm. other and communication. That sounds really. Yeah. 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 Oh, beautiful. Mm. And how about your relationship with your friends? You mentioned earlier, you have most of your friends have, kids as well how's your relationship with them been um yeah really good like we've been lucky um that our friendships haven't really changed too drastically it's um yeah because everyone just sort of gets 
what it's like to go through um, becoming parents. So, um, yeah, we're we're really lucky there and they understand, you know, we can't always catch up like they, you know, they can't always catch up with with everyone because of, you know, kids are sick, kids are sleeping, you know, it's not, it just doesn't work out. So, um, yeah, that's been, that's been really nice. They're like definitely, um, you know, there are other um, friendships that, we've got that work on different time schedules, like working in hospitality, you've got a lot of friends that work night times and um, all that kind of stuff. So that those friendships, I think, are hard to try and keep up that regular, you know, catch up. But um, we've been, you know, our friends have been amazing in always checking in or, you know, sending a text or whatever, a phone call, like, really trying to um, stay in touch. So that's been really, really nice. Um, And, yeah, also, like, finding mothers group has been amazing as well, you know, making new friendships. Like, I haven't made new friends in a long time and it's really nice to have um, that group of people to, um, you know, just talk to because they're going through the same thing as you at the same time and um, it's just nice to have um people to bounce off and I've been really lucky and I've got such a beautiful beautiful mother's group they're all really really great people so um, so yeah so being able to catch up with them once a week um or when we can has yeah that's been really nice yeah 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 Mm. and are you still catching up once a weekish now yeah when we can we've all sort of started to go back to work and um, you know, the um, kids are all starting daycare and stuff. So it's been a bit harder to um, catch up, but um, we are definitely trying. There's always a message going around in the group. Be like, is anyone doing anything today? So, um, oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's just so important to have kind of people, a community to connect yeah. to, and especially kid, uh, people with children the same age as yours yes sure it's important as well yeah yep. yeah it, um I was really anxious about starting um a mother's group because I was like I don't know what if I don't get along with these people I'm not sure and I just remember walking in on the first day and I like it was a really small circle of chairs so I knew it was like a small group and I was like oh okay that's kind of nice all right and then just like as soon as everyone started talking like these people seem so lovely and um yeah was just really really lucky to be um put in a group with them so yeah yeah oh sounds like you really lucked out there that's awesome yeah 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 oh beautiful Mm. and your other friends with kids are their kids similar age to Cassidy or a bit older so um there's like we've you know there's um primary school age kids there's babies there's yeah it's a a big big range of big range yeah 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 oh oh so nice yeah and how about yeah and how about your own sense your sense of your own identity how's that shifted since becoming a mum that's um that was something that I really struggled with um definitely um just especially, you know, my old lifestyle was so 
just, hey, we do whatever we want, like very busy, very, um, you know, just go, go, go. Like I loved going to yoga all the time. I loved going to see music. I um, was really into, um, you know, my clothes. Like what I wear is like a, something I do to express myself. Like I, I love you know, love dressing up and everything like that. So that I think was, you know, you go through your body changes during pregnancy and um, it's, that's a shock, you know, you've got to get new clothes and then it's, I don't know, it's just such a huge change and like accepting that this is a new you is really hard um, and it's it's taken me a really, really long time to, come to terms with that and I was really like you know I feel like people might not find me as interesting as they found me before I was um a mum like do people really want to hear me talk about my baby all the time and all that kind of stuff I don't know it was just um really yeah really really hard to do that but um I'm really finding I don't know, I found like a new me now, which is really nice and I'm really liking it. And I think it's that like letting go of that old, old self and like, it's okay to miss it as well, you know, cause that was who you were for so long, but um, I'm really starting to enjoy who I'm becoming and it's, yeah, it's nice to finally accept, accept that new person. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's really beautiful. I love that. Mm, mm, yeah. mm, oh, so nice. Mm. And so you, in the last kind of seven months or no, a little bit longer than that, since you've been home from the mother baby unit and mm-hmm. how's your mental health been during that period and how are you uh, caring for that? Um, it's, you know, it's been mostly good but recovery isn't really linear so you know you've just ups and downs it's um yeah so that definitely still struggle um from time to time um especially you know if we're going through um if Cassidy's sick or we've just got a lot of stuff on um and yeah it's hard to sort of juggle uh life and motherhood um but I have regular psychology appointments now still. Um, and uh, there was something that we did when we we're in the mother baby unit is setting like a small goal, small achievable goal every day. And that's something that I like to try and do to sort of, you know, you feel like you've accomplished something. It could be like, I want to um, be outside for 10 minutes or, you know, like just really, really small goals. And that's been really helpful to just sort of keep, kicking on I guess um but yeah there are definitely days that I feel really 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 bad um and that's okay I think you just need to accept that it's not you know it's not just up there you go you've you're all better now um it is something that you are going to struggle with you know indefinitely who knows how long I'm going to be um dealing with you know anxiety and depression um but yeah, I'm I'm trying my best to sort of um, stay on top of it. I'm still taking medication, um, 
which I mentioned earlier, has been a massive help um, in my recovery. Um, but yeah, just just trying really hard to keep on top of things and not wait until um, it gets really bad to sort of step in and make changes to how I'm doing things. Yeah. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Oh. Mm. And are you still seeing your mum a lot? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I do catch up with her um, often, mm. which is really nice. And yeah. Cassidy loves seeing seeing her too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she we catch up a couple of times a week. So, yeah, but it's kind of nice now that it um, it's more of a catch up than it is like a mm. call for help. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I think Mum um, is enjoying the calmness of the catch ups now than the like you know call of distress like they were before it's just like hey do you want to come and have a coffee it's like oh wouldn't this lovely <laughs> oh so nice yeah yeah yeah. So yeah yeah oh beautiful and how how do you think that your relationship with her has changed since you've become a parent um it's that's definitely like a stronger relationship we've all always been really close but it's just i think like I just have this other level of like appreciation, I think for, you know, um, just she's, she's still, um, you know, 31 and she's still there. I'm very lucky that she's still there to, um, you know, help me when I need it. Like she's, she's still my mum and, um, yeah, she's, yeah, always, always there to help which is yeah really nice yeah oh great so mm. lovely to have that support yeah oh, beautiful. yeah yeah then yeah how's mm. ev- how's everything else going for you now it's we are going really really well um it's i i'm really enjoying this stage of um parenthood at cassidy's at a really fun age you know starting to communicate more and say words and like trying to walk and all of those things it's just uh I don't know it's just really fun um like we can go to the park and he really enjoys it and you know to the pool and the library and um yeah I think it's I don't know it's just really nice to like watch how quickly he's changing at this stage and like I feel like the whole time they're changing really quickly but I just feel like this almost one-year-old age is just so just everything is just happening it's just really cool to watch so yeah yeah we've kind of found our groove now with um just getting around and getting life done which is nice and um, you know, that him eating food is really fun for me, being a chef. Like I'm really, really enjoying watching yes. him like try all of these, you know, my favourite foods, like obviously modified to suit a baby, but um, I'm really enjoying like cooking for him. Like it's it's really cool. Like food is something, you know, how I show appreciation and love to my friends and family and it's just really nice that I can like – show him that in that way now too it's yeah really cool oh yes oh I love that what a lucky bubba to have a 
a chef yeah. as a mom to make delicious yeah. and delicious meals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your what's your favorite what's your favorite thing that or his favorite thing that you've made him? Oh, he into he is he quite likes a curry which is nice I like that that's that's really um yeah really into curry so that's good uh there's a red lentil dal that I um is one of my favorite recipes from a cafe that I used to work at and um mm, yeah and I was just like so excited that I was able to make that for him and he really liked it <laughs> like oh yes so yeah yeah oh so mm. good oh amazing <laughs> oh wonderful sounds like everything's going so great yeah for you now. I love that and yeah I love that age as well of I feel like it yeah every age that they get to it's just like oh this is my yes. favorite age no this yeah. is my favorite age like it just gets they get more and more interactive and yeah. beautiful and yeah. yeah oh lovely Okay, and so if you could go back in time to visit Cleo as a new parent, <laughs> what are some words of advice or comfort that you would give yourself about the parenting journey you're about to embark on? Um, I It sounds, you know, very cliche, but that, like, it, it will get better. That is, you know, uh, there was so many days that I just sat there and thought, this is my life now you know and I hate it (laughs) um so yeah just just that reassurance of saying you know this this is not forever um you it will get better and just also tell myself that I'm I am doing a really good job and I am a I'm a good mum and a good person and um just because you're feeling you know this way doesn't make you a bad person it's it's just that's and yeah that it's not my fault that I feel like this either it's yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm. yep. yeah yeah oh, yeah that's wonderful I love that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and um final question what's mm-hmm. the one thing that you have found the most surprising about parenthood um honestly like how hard it is like I expected it to be hard like you know of course it's gonna be hard but it was just like next level difficult you know I kind of thought I don't know like of course I'm gonna be able to do these things like um (laughs) I don't know a bit went into it a bit arrogant I think like um but yeah it was just just really really difficult um uh, but on the flip side, I am really surprised with um, how much I enjoy being a parent now. It's, um, you know, so many times I struggled to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And now that I'm here, I honestly couldn't even think of where else I'd want to be. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, mm. beautiful. Oh, Cleo, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today and sharing your experiences so openly. I know that it can be a really hard thing to do and I thank you so much. I think that you speaking about this will help a lot of people out there listening. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. And, yeah, I hope that 
if anyone does hear this that's struggling, that um, it does help them. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you've enjoyed it. If you'd like to see some photos of this week's guest or any of our weekly guests, you can check out our Instagram at Definitely Baby Podcast and give us a follow to see episode updates and information. I'd really appreciate if you would share this podcast with a friend, subscribe or give it a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. That really helps me to get it out there and into more people's lives. Thank you so much and I'll see you next week for another lovely episode.